As a parent, are you concerned about the negative influence the wrong friends can have in your child's life? Do you wish that you knew how to even help your kids when it comes to choosing the right kind of friends? Well, if you've answered yes to one of those questions, today's Family Shift podcast is just for you. This is the Family Shift podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of the Family Shift podcast, a podcast designed to help families stop drifting and to start living with greater intention. My name is Rodney Gage, and I am joined by my much better half, my wife, Michelle. Hey, everybody. We're looking forward to the podcast today. But before we dive into today's podcast, it would mean a lot to us if you would take a minute to rate and review the podcast. We would also appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends on social media. Uh, One of the ways you can do that is by clicking the share button, or you can also just take a screenshot and share it in your social stories and tag us at Family Shift. Also, let us hear from you by writing a review or sending us a direct message with any questions or topics that you would like for for us to address in the future. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, and I we always find uh, just so much encouragement and inspiration when others do take a moment and send us some reviews. And I want to read one of those, actually, that came in from a couple, Reuben and Shauna. And um, they simply said, hey, the title of the podcast is Very Fitting Family Shift. Lots of great advice on relationships and family. My wife and I are both on our second marriage and are both finding all of this information helpful and entertaining at the same time. Great job. We are looking forward to more. That means so much to us, Ruben and Shauna. We appreciate you sharing that. And uh, that's really what our intent is. We want to do all we can to give hope and how-tos and encouragement to everybody, whether it's in their marriage, their family relationships, just trying to help navigate through a lot of our complexities that we have to sort through in our family relationships. That's right. That's awesome to hear from them. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, one of the things that we're doing today is we're diving into, I believe, one of the most talked about and probably one of the most emotionally loaded topics when it comes to really a lot of moms and dads, parents whose uh, thoughts weigh very heavily when it comes to the issue of friendships, especially when it comes to their child's friendships and relationships and you know, I believe that um, if you are a parent and you're listening to this, one of the most important gifts that you can give to your children is really the wisdom on how to choose the right kind of friends. We call so it true. life-giving relationships. That's so true. In our new book, um, we call this a shift in reinforcements because our friends are like elevators. I hear you say this all the time, yeah. Rodney. They're like they're either taking us up or they're taking us down, and it's so true. They have such an impact on our lives. Absolutely. Our tribe determines our vibe is the way I like to say it. You know, it's interesting, not too long ago, uh, one of our vehicles um, went through a uh, situation, which I'm sure we've all faced, you you faced this, and that's when the battery dies. And so I called a, a friend to bail me out, and so they brought their vehicle and some jumper cables, uh, jumper cables over. I'll never forget, as the hoods were raised on both of our cars, and uh, my friend put uh, you know, the clamps, the jumper cables on his battery. He said, all right, well, put the clamps on your battery before you, you know, you start the engine. So he's watching me. So I take the, the black, you know, clamp and then the red clamp. 
And uh, for whatever reason, I got them confused. And so, you know, the black is the negative, the red is the positive. And so I'm in the process of getting ready to put the negative onto the positive. And my friend yelled out real loud. He said, no, don't do that. Don't do that. About scared me half to death. And I said, what? What's going on? He said, you're putting the negative on the positive. He said, man, that will ruin your engine. And I thought to myself, that is, in many, many ways, a lot like relationships and friendships. I think when you think about it, when we attempt to put negative or when we see the negative being put on the positive when it comes to maybe the relationships and the friendships that our kids are associating with, let me tell you something, it can run those friendships. And so often we, we see, um, you know, kids today making poor decisions, they're maybe following the wrong crowd, and it's all because sometimes it's just all it takes is for one, it's really just one friend. Sometimes it's just the peer pressure. It can be like a domino, and before they know it, they find themselves kind of in a downward spiral simply because they're associating with negative or unhealthy friendships. And I often say that uh, where you go determines who you meet, who you meet determines how you think, how you think determines what you do, and what you do determines who you become. And I think that's really at the heart of every mom and dad. They want to see their children avoid the pitfalls of peer pressure and negative influences. And right. man alive, we are bombarded today now more than ever with so much negativity, and there's so many distractions and so many temptations on our school campuses, social media, technology, just all of the things that kids are being exposed to. And so it's hard. It is very difficult today in many ways to really feel like you have the ability to, I don't want to say control, but it's almost like parents, I think they just live in fear that in many ways that they will lose control, that their kids may not be able to stand up against negative peer pressure, or maybe not know how to say no to a wrong um, type of friend or negative influence in their life. And so it can be very, very daunting. Well, I totally agree with you that it's one of the greatest gifts that we can give our kids is the wisdom on how to pick good friends. And um, today, we just want to kind of chat about that because we have raised three kids. We've got a 24-year-old, a 22, or well, almost 22-year-old, yeah. and a 19-year-old. So they're all out of the house. But I think that there's just different stages where we're teaching our kids, even when they're young. You know, I have friends now that have kids in elementary school, preschool even, and, you know, just teaching them the skills on how to find the right friends and how to be the right friend is, is super important as well. And so really, even now, I think we're still kind of like a little bit of a sideline coach, you know, with our kids even being a little bit older to kind of help them still with friendships. And, and we all need that reinforcement in our life, just reminders of, of how to be the right friend and how to choose the right friend. So I think no matter what stage you're in in parenting, we still have that um, that opportunity to speak into our kids' lives, you know, on on how to be the right friend and choose the right friend. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, you never stop parenting. Yeah. And, you know, so whether you've got, you know, kids that are just starting out in elementary school or transitioning into middle or junior high school or high school and then transitioning on to college when now they're completely out of your sight, um, you know, it it is still a very difficult task. And so... Um, as I stated, there's no way to really control 
um, the outcome. They still have to make the, de- the, de- the decisions, but we can try to do all we can to help set them up for success. And I think one of the best ways to do that really is to help model that. You know, I think um, it's often been said, you attract who you are. And so I think before we even start thinking about, you know, how we help guide or navigate our, our own children in this area when it comes to friendships and relationships, I think us as parents, us as married couples need to look ourselves in the mirror and maybe do, our, do a, a friend inventory, if you will, right. of our own friendships and ask ourselves the question, are we associating with life-giving friendships? Are the people that we're spending time with or the friendships that we are invested in, are they the right kind of friends? Are they the positive or the negative? Or are those relationships in many ways somewhat stagnant? Have those relationships perhaps caused us to drift simply because those friends that maybe we're spending a lot of time with are not inspiring us, not pushing us and motivating us to really reach our potential in our marriage, right. in, in, in our family relationships. And that all comes back to even past episodes we've done, a mission and vision and values and all those sorts of right. things. Right. And one thing that we've talked about, I think, in a past episode, too, is the imprinting that we do as parents. And that's that's step five um, of our, our shift method. And that is, you know, to teach by example. But we are imprinting on our children mm-hmm. by the, the choices that we make. The life that we live speaks louder than the words that we say. So that's so true what you're talking about. And, um, you know, what they see in us, they believe, and they believe that it's good and it's right. So it's super important that we walk out and live out, you know, the the right type of relationships and friendships. Obviously, it starts with us as a husband and wife. Um, if, if you have a husband and wife in the home situation or, you know, in, it's with our friendships around us and how we treat those friends and what type of friendships we're allowing into our life because you attract who you are. So it's super important. Absolutely. And Really, before we dive into three specific things that we want to really just kind of talk through and use really as some uh, key characteristics or qualities to look for in friends and specifically to really reinforce to our children to look for in their friendships, I think it's important for us just to um, address a situation that I think now more than ever is impacting our culture, and it's really the whole issue of really just digital media. I mean, it's it's all of the social media. Yeah. It is causing, in many ways, I believe it's causing many kids, especially in today's generation, to become, um, I, don't, I just think for a lot of ways, social media has robbed us of our ability to really connect and communicate with people. So mm-hmm. much communication now is done via texting. I mean, it's almost like a lost art of picking up the phone and calling a friend. <laughs> it's yeah. it's almost like, you know, when when you know kids talk about talking with like actually talking with someone, it's like they are freaked out because it's like, well, I can just send them a text. And so what happens a lot of times is that when it comes to kids now just being isolated. Um, you know, just living kind of in this in this insulated and isolated world through, you know, social media and texting. They're constantly comparing themselves, comparing one another through social media. The only place where the grass is greener 
on the other side is on social media. I mean, bottom line. And so what happens is, is that we're always comparing. We're in, in all of those things can cause us to second guess our self worth, our self image, because we're we're comparing with everything that we see. Not only ourselves, yeah, and our kids are obsessed with that online image as well. And, you know, social media is is not really a supplement for relationships. It is a replacement for relationships right now. And, you know, our kids go in the bedroom and shut the door, get on their phone or, you know, on their computer. And uh, that's that's basically the relationship that they have, you know, uh, with their friends. And that can, of course, spiral into so many other things with, right. you know, just temptations that are online now with, yeah. you know, everything. everything. So it, it becomes a, a huge challenge when it comes to just helping navigate our kids through the complexities of everything they're being exposed to, all the temptations that are out there, not just in the digital realm, but obviously when they're in the classroom, when they're on the school campus, mm. when they're on the playground, when they're on the ball team, when they're in their locker room. So the list goes on and on. So what do we do? How can we as parents help set our kids up for, for success when it comes to identifying the right kind of friends? And we've identified three things. And I think these three things are true of us as adults. I think these three things are important for us in our marriage relationships when it comes to who we associate with. And I also believe that this is something that we should constantly encourage and reinforce to our children. So the first, and, and, and you've, heard, you've heard it said, everybody needs a little TLC, a little right. tender loving care. Well, we, we've taken the TLC and we've added some new kind of words to that. When it comes to the qualities or characteristics to look for. And the first is the T, which stands for tough. Now, don't misunderstand us because we're not talking about physical toughness. But what we are talking about is helping our kids really be intentional when it comes to looking for friends that are spiritually, morally, and emotionally tough. And that is very important. And the reason Mm -hmm. why is because... A friend who has a positive self-image, a friend who is secure, especially if they are old enough to, to have a relationship with the Lord and they, they understand who they are in Christ, if they have a strong self-image and they're self-confident in who they are in Christ, okay, well, chances are that young man or that young lady is going to be less likely to fall to the peer pressure and the temptations that they're going to be constantly bombarded with. However, a kid who has a poor self-image, a kid who really doesn't have a strong spiritual or moral or even emotional foundation, is going to become far more vulnerable to the temptations and the pressures. And so we want our children to be on guard and to be aware of how important that is, but to look for friends who seem to possess a certain level of emotional, spiritual, as well as uh, what I consider to be just you know, moral uh, fortitude when right. it comes to being secure and having a solid foundation. Right. I know in our, our mission vision statements, we talk about uh, standing up and standing out. Yeah. And um, I think, again, you have to 
keep going back to those things, like you said, you know, our values, our mission, our vision. Who are we as a family? And um, that was always really important to us. One of my favorite scriptures of all times is Romans 12, 2, where it talks about, you know, not conforming to our culture, but changing the way that we think. And, and that's something that we kind of instilled in our kids, and we did not do it perfectly. No. We are not the perfect friend. We're not the perfect parent. Um, but we. But this is something that we we are super passionate about because the the way that we perceive things is the way that we will make choices in our life, and then that determines our the impact that we'll have in our life. And so we made it a really clear from pretty early on that we were going to be different. We weren't going to just kind of conform to whatever was the go with the flow thing at the time. And um, when we were choosing friends and when we were helping our kids choose friends when they were younger, there were some friends that we, you know, you're not going over to their house and you're not spending the night, you know? And and that was not the easiest thing to do because everybody else was doing it. But for us, that didn't fit into what our values were. And so we had some pretty tough conversations over the years. Yeah, and that, and that can be very difficult at yeah. times. It can be... And, and, and obviously, and rightfully so, it can feel as though for, for a child, for a teenager, yeah. it can feel as though, you know, they're being um, cut off yeah. from opportunities and right. it, can, it can feel very lonely. But can I just say this? I think it's important when it comes to navigating our kids, we're not trying to isolate them. We're not trying to you know, lock them up in their room sure. until they get to be a certain age, you know, to, right. to keep them from all these temptations and everything out there. They can't learn that way. What, <laughs> you have to be a part of the world. Yeah, they yeah. have to. It's like yeah. you're saying, they, we want our kids to be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. And there's a big difference between the two. So right. they have to they have to know how to challenge the norm, and they want to be around friends, and they want to associate them for themselves with other friends who challenge the norm because the norm is to conform the norm is just to go with the flow the mm-hmm. norm is to do what everybody else is doing and how many times have we've heard well all my friends are going well my friend's parents said it was okay if they went you know and so we've heard it right. all but at the end of the day it comes down to okay well what are they going to be doing at that party what are they going to be doing at that sleepover Who's going to be there? And the list goes on and on. So those are the hard questions that we have to ask. And it all comes back down to the foundation of who we are as a family, what we stand for, what we want to be known for, what's important to us. And really, I think it's helping our our, our kids to know, regardless of whether they're in elementary school, whether they are in middle school, high school, college, they want to associate with friends who are going to be tough spiritually, morally, ethically, emotionally. And here's the reason why that's so important. If you take a piece of coal in a fire, and you take that single piece of coal out, and you put it off to the side, what's going to happen? It's going to cool down. But the moment you put that coal back in the fire, what does it do? It heats back up. And that's the reason why it's important that we get our kids surrounded by the right kind of friends because those positive, life-giving friendships will become contagious. Right. They make us bolder and better. And better. The Absolutely. Tough, tough friends make us bolder and better. And, and again, 
we have to lead by example. We have to teach by example. We got to have those kind of friends around us as too, you know, that, that are making us bolder, making us better. And we could go on with that. But let's move on to, uh, to uh, the next letter, which is L. Yes, which stands for loyal. So we yeah. want to help our kids to know the importance of identifying friends that are tough, but also loyal. And what I mean by loyalty, I'm talking about you know, this is a friend that says, you know what, you can, no matter what, you can count on me. This, this is a friend who is willing to say something to me, what they're willing to say about me to someone else. Does that right. make sense? That's right. huge. I think it's tough in our culture, honestly, to find loyal friends. It's almost like a, a forgotten virtue, and it's something that we really need to teach our kids is to be loyal. It's, that's huge. I think with the social media, it's so easy to, you know, have a friend one day and then the next day you mute them or you unfriend them and, and they're gone like that. Oh, yeah. and, and that is the way that we treat our friendships too. It's crazy how people can just walk out the door and you're like, well, what, what happened with that? And, and there's so much hurt with that. Yeah. But teaching our kids to be loyal People to be loyal kids is, is just huge um, and a great value that we can teach our kids. Yeah, and today now more than ever, um, man, it's, we live in such a cruel world. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, when, especially with our girls, I mean, goodness gracious, <laughs> there was so much Even drama. Even with our son, yes, yeah. But man, yeah. there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of... You know, just stuff that goes on. These girls were vicious. Middle school. Yeah. And, oh, uh, those man. were some tough years. <laughs> so, but again, it's if 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 a if a kid is going to be tough spiritually and morally, and they're strong emotionally, they're going to be less likely, as we talked about earlier, just going with the flow. But instead, we want to help them find kids that truly will be committed and loyal and faithful. Yeah, and be a confident to you, and also celebrate you. Right, and but that's what we have to be for them too. And we have to teach our kids to celebrate others and uh, to encourage others when others do a good job. There's so much competition, you know, in our world, and it's hard for other people to celebrate friends and other people when they do well. And that just needs to roll off our tongue just to encourage and and to love people and to help people become better. And that's the same thing with our friendships. We need to do that and teach our kids how to do that. Absolutely. Because you want to celebrate. We want to celebrate our friends and we want our kids to celebrate their friends when they are experiencing success. But at the same time, it's like the old saying, a true friend walks in when everybody else walks out. So yeah. we also want to be with them and support them even through the difficulties of life. That's a true friend. Yeah. And so those are just things that we have to constantly reinforce. We have to constantly model and teach by example. No matter the age. Absolutely. And those are some things that we have to encourage them to be on the lookout for. So they're looking for uh, a friend who's tough. They're looking for a friend who's loyal. And then the C stands for committed. They're looking for a friend who is truly committed. Now, here's something that's important. Loyalty is the inclination of the heart. Commitment, though, leads to actions that reflect loyalty. Mm. So true friends will show their commitments through acceptance and through alignment. And so a real friend who's very, very committed to you is going to accept you 
I mean, warts and all, imperfections and all. They're going to accept you for who you are, not what, you know, you do or, you know, who you know, or, you know, they're not going to accept you based on various conditions or expectations. No, they're going to accept you and they're going to love you for who you are. Strengths, weaknesses, and everything in between, good, bad, and ugly, they're going to accept you for who you are. But also, that is a friend who is committed because they are in alignment with you. So therefore, they are standing with you and for you because they are in alignment with your vision, your values, and they come alongside to reinforce that. They're holding you accountable to that. It's like the Bible says in Proverbs, iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And so a committed friend is going to be there with you through thick and thin, They're going to be loyal, and the reason why is because they're tough. They know and understand the importance of speaking the truth in love and telling us what we need to hear, not necessarily what we want to hear. So those are the kind of things that I think as we talk about uh, friendships to our children, tough, loyal, committed. You know, I I think that even it, it again it's at any age and you know, I remember our our Ashlyn when she was little going into I believe first grade, she was so shy and just trying to figure out how to make friends, you know. And um and we there was another little girl in the classroom their very first day that was kind of over in the corner with her mom all by herself and so scared, you know, going into first grade. And we encouraged Ashlyn to reach out and, you know, sit with that little girl, invite that little girl over. And they became the most committed of friends, you know, all the way through school. And that mother told me that it meant the world to her because her daughter did not want to go to school. She wanted to be homeschooled. And because Ashlyn reached out, even though Ashlyn was so shy, they began this amazing friendship. And I think that that's so important that we push our kids out of the box, help them to see the needs around them and not because we can be super self-focused no matter what age we are. We can be super self-focused and a friend is one who loves and looks beyond self and looks to others and, and seeks their needs to be committed tough and loyal for them. Yeah. It's really just helping our kids learn how to be servants. Yeah. And the more they can serve and the more that they can take the initiative, you know, be the first one, encourage them to be the first That's one to good. say hi. Be the first encourage one. them to be the first one to, to do like something, that. to come alongside and serve and support and, and encourage like their friend. Yeah. Because as they were saying, you have to be a friend in order to have friends. When you walk into a room, look for for others, don't be focused on what they think of you. Be thinking about what you can see and help in, in someone else is something that we taught the kids too. You know, it's so important. So TLC, tough, loyal, committed. Those yep. are three things that I believe every parent can not only help live out and model in their own life, but most importantly, pass on to help serve as some good quality, some strong, healthy characteristics for their children to be looking for as they seek to find and to live out life-giving relationships and friendships. We hope this episode has been helpful and encouraging to you, and it's been a source of uh, help to maybe give you some ammunition to work with there as you help navigate your kids 
through the complexities of their friendships. Well, this is all that we have time for today. We're looking forward to uh, next month for our next episode. But until then, let us encourage you to stop drifting and to start living with greater intention because today we can make this shift. No matter who you are or where you are, we believe we can start living now with greater intention to become all that we are capable of becoming as a family. Well, we love you guys. Make sure to rate, review, share this podcast with your friends. And until next episode, we will talk to you and see you soon. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. If you're receiving hope and encouragement from this podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. You can also receive the Family Shift Discussion Guide and show notes right into your inbox by signing up or downloading the discussion guides by going to familyshift.com backslash podcast. If you haven't had a chance to get a copy of Rodney and Michelle's new book, Family Shift, you can find links to purchase it at familyshift.com. Also, check out the new Family Shift 7-Day Devotional on the YouVersion Bible app. Once again, thank you for joining us at the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage.